We got a fast break, line up this bound to shake your spines up. Reflect the light on the latest in sports, keep your blinds up. Hilarious swag is what you get in transition, like the truth with your man spitting. Man, listen, feels your man on the wing, mostly known for shots fired. On the other end, he'll lock you down like you got priors. PMO be the one setting the pitch, back you down with the bigger picture. Words of the Holy Scripture, need a fifth to stir the pot and add to the mixture. It's franchise, baby, pick it up. Yo, we need a fifth. We can get this mother loving show. Welcome world, this is We Need a Fifth This is your man Mo Cameraman P What up though? Man Hill is uh, out of commission today Looked like him and his family had a little health issue Mm. Nothing too serious, no COVID So don't worry about that Everybody get well soon Yeah man We love all of y'all WNBA just finished the first round of the playoffs They had Phoenix Suns versus the New York Liberty and uh, Chicago Sky versus the Dallas Wings. It looked like uh, Experience won the day. Phoenix Mercury won their matchup against the New York Liberty. They won by one point. Mm. I'm going to get back to that game. <laughs> Chicago Sky had a little easier time of it. Beat the Dallas, Dallas Wings pretty handily. It was a um, double-digit lead throughout the game. But... Let's go back to that Phoenix Mercury, New York Liberty game. Phoenix Mercury had the home court advantage. And during a playoff game, not regular season, not practice, (laughs) but during a playoff game, they were forced out of their arena into a, a local college arena. Now, as an NBA fan, I'm used to this because... Uh, anybody that followed Tim Duncan's career, for example, San Antonio Spurs are kicked out of their building every year around February, March for the circus yeah, the, or something. The circus something. is in town. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, the something to that effect. But what I'm not used to is for a playoff game, we have to relocate to another building and we still have the college logo on the court during a professional playoff game associated with the NBA. And it's not like, hey, I'm sure the stadium um, that Phoenix uh, plays out of, I'm sure that date had been booked for quite some time now. Right. And you had some time to figure out, oh, you know what? Phoenix might end up in the first round and they might have a home game. And this is where I cut you off by saying, I don't mean to cut you off, <laughs> but and I, how do you not like who's scheduling this? Like it's the playoffs and it's Phoenix. You have one of the, the best franchises in WNBA. So how do you not expect to make the playoffs? Like to me, that's, I don't understand how this happens. And my thing is for me, it's just the optics of it all. Right. It, it's not so much. Hey, I can understand you had to change buildings. The schedule is what it is. But what I can't understand is you chose a different building, but didn't dress it up for your party. You know what I mean? Right, like right. It, 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 you had a chance to change the logo to, on the floor. The logo, it's to put the playoff logo on the floor, <laughs> the WNBA logo, at least that for, like you said, optics wise, it'll make you feel like you're watching a WNBA game and not a college game. Yeah. It, and, and it's like, these are the little hiccups that the WNBA always seems to find itself going through and then they question why they're having issues with 
hey, getting a lot more fan attraction to the sport. It's like these little things need to tighten this up. Yeah, it looks bad. Now, if this if they've been like five years in the league, you'd be like, okay, they're, they're a fledgling league. They're trying mm-hmm. to you know work their way up. You just celebrated your twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah. So there's no reason this should happen. Have they been lucky all these other years, or maybe it just went under the radar? But and I'm not even going to mention the fact that you chose an alternate venue that was smaller than the original home venue that they play out of. Right. And the last five games for the Phoenix Mercury, they had a home attendance of ten thousand fans. Hmm. You put them in a venue. That can only hold seven thousand. It doesn't even make good business sense at that point. You know what I mean? Like, it, even if you're just saying, you "Know what? I I didn't change the logo because I was trying to cut costs and you know keep co- costs down for the league." Right? Okay. But you, all right, you're not going to change the logo and choose some place where you can lose out on three thousand fans. Yeah, that 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 actually makes no sense. It's like the, like you said. The local thing and everything is like, okay, this, they're cutting corners, right? I don't know how much WNBA, I don't know, I'm not even sure if they're profitable, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope they are, but I don't know, because at the end of the day, you got the NBA money to cover any losses. So I understand that part of it. But like you said, <laughs> to get a, get a, a, a arena with less people, you're just lessening your revenue. Which is, I don't know. This is like what business economics one on one, right? Like, like, hey, it's always good to bring in more money. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I don't. At get least it. I thought that was the case. Right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 bad. It's bad, especially to say it was like I said, especially it was Phoenix. That if it had been like the what is the Las Vegas Aces, the Dallas mm-hmm. Wings, who are fairly relatively new to mm-hmm. me, I could get it, but you, I could dig it. But the Phoenix Mercury is kind of like you know. And I guess my problem with it is, especially for the Phoenix Mercury, right? Um, right. In the sense that, if you ever watched any of their games, their home crowd plays a huge part in the energy in that building, mm. and you want to capitalize on that as a league. You want people to see that, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially during this playoff time, during this championship time, you want people to see that. That's a great optics. To have 10, 10 to 20,000 people cheering on a WNBA playoff game. And especially for a game that was down to the wire like it was. It's, it's just, like I said, bad optics. Yeah, because, you know, say if someone randomly tunes into the game, they're like, wow. No, you know, it's just, it's just human nature. You, you see it. It's like, well, there aren't that many people watching this. Why am I watching this? Whereas, like you said, if you, they have their rabid fans out there going crazy. You know, you, you might sit down and actually watch it because it gives you that that energy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I think uh, I don't know who scheduled it. I don't know. I don't know if to blame the team, to blame this, the, the arena, but somebody has some explaining to do. Yeah, like, and and for me, I I blame the league, the league as a whole. Right? Yeah, because right. um, I think especially as young as the WNBA is right now. The league has to take a concerted leadership role in saying, hey, this is the product we want to present mm-hmm. and make sure that, hey, everybody's towing that line. Right. And these are the opportunities that we want to pre- present ourselves to or make ourselves available to 
And when we have these opportunities, we're going to take advantage of them. When we have an opportunity to have over 10,000 people cheering or booing in a playoff game on national tele- televised TV, hmm, we don't want to let that opportunity pass. Right. <laughs> and, and do we know, you said it was a concert. Do we know? Like, what- oh, I, I, don't, I don't recall the artist. I, I know it's... Um, I want to say it's a Latin American artist. Yeah. So I f- um, country artist. It sounded like an arena thing to me. I, I know you want to, the league is, should be held responsible, but it sounds like maybe they feel this concert would generate more money than that game. That's, that's the only way. And see, th- and that's why I say it's a league issue. Right. Because once they realized that there, there was a conflict and they wouldn't be able to use their normal arena, mm-hmm. I think it's out of the team's hand. Right. But I think the league had a, a opportunity to say all right let's look at the schedules of the buildings our teams are in mm-hmm. and see what can possibly come down the line right. oh phoenix can possibly be in a position where they have to pay a first round but won't be able to play in their own building right let's make sure we have a, a great alternative yeah, yeah. that won't cut off their fan base allow all their fans to come and celebrate this team's and their accomplishment in making the playoffs mm-hmm. and cheer them on. At least have our logo, the WNBA playoff logo, if not the team's logo, on the court. Court. I'm sorry. They Yeah, it, it just sounds like it's a lot of now that I'm thinking about it, it's a lot of moving parts. Because you have the league, you have the team, you have the arena, and also you have the network. So if it's carrying a game, mm-hmm. it might make it difficult to, I guess, switch the dates. That's what I was kind of thinking. Like if the concert is on a Tuesday, why not switch to a Wednesday, Thursday? But then with the TV, might, the TV program, might, programming yeah. and, may play and, a part in that also. And, and that's why I say it has to be the league's right. problem. Right, you have you to, know what I mean. You have to be on top of that. Yeah, right. Because you know the TV goes, a, a, you know, show a rerun of whatever popular show they have. Um, the arena, obviously, they're okay because they're going to get money from the concert. So you know, it's really and it, the it, league is taking the loss. Yeah, and and in my might have been something as simple as them going back to ESPN and saying, hey, listen, you're televising this. Give us a little bit more money so we can change the court. Right, right. Or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they missed a, a, a good opportunity to further the sport, you know, and did, did the sport a disservice with that. Mm-hmm. The next round matchups have the Chicago Sky versus Minnesota Lynx. Battle of Candace Parker versus Cynthia Files. Yeah, I believe that's in that draft. They were number one and two, same draft class. So yeah, uh, first ballot Hall of Famers, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's the battle battle of bigs, and really depends on how you want it. I think Car- Candace Parker is kind of the torchbearer for the new age bigs, as far as being able to face up toward the basket, make a a, right. a solid dribble move to the basket. How small back back. To- She's more of a back to the basket, you know, rebound. Rim protector. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting, especially at this stage in their careers. You know, they're a little further along, closer to the end than they right, right. They, they, they are to their rookie seasons. I really don't know. Because um, I know Candace has been working with lingering injury issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Hasn't been playing as much as she normally would. But she's been able to, inspired the Chicago Sky team, which shouldn't need a lot of inspiration because they have a lot of talent on their squad. But 
they're one and eight when she does when when she doesn't play. Well, <laughs> you know. Well, <laughs> so uh, yeah. there is that. I, you I know? think the uh, the physicians or the doctors on that team should be working overtime. <laughs> it don't look good about Candace Parker. The other side of the matchup for round two is Phoenix Mercury versus Seattle's. Oh my St- God. Was it Storm? Yeah, yeah Seattle Storm. Storm, excuse me. And he's the resident WNBA <laughs> expert, actually. So. Diana Tarazi, Brittany Griner, Skylar Diggins Smith, who's balling out of control lately. <clears throat> Brianna Turner. Um, Phoenix Mercury is pretty stacked. Brianna Gr- Griner is um, really starting to come into her own as far as dominating down low. Mm-hmm. I know people, most people who follow the M- WNBA, Probably saw it a couple of weeks ago. I think it was like two weeks ago. The the highlight of, of her d- dunking in the game again. Throw it down. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're banking on her r- remaining dominant in that way. Um, Diana Taurasi, man, um, I really am starting to think that this is going to be her last year. She's been riddled with injuries all season long. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, how long has she been in the... Like, I feel like she should be done by now. To be honest with you, no disrespect. One of the one of the greats, but I just feel like she's she's closer to the end, right? At this point, because I feel like she's closer to the end. Like I think she, was she in the league before Kenneth Parker? Yeah, before? like yeah. she's yeah. If we're t- if we're saying they're close to the end, yeah. her and Sue Bird, pretty right. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. um, well, I saw something interesting. It was uh, uh Brianna Stewart. Um, one of these sports stations had a. a the greatest college player of all time. Mm. I did not know Brianna Stewart had four chips. Oh, she might, because we were talking about the GOAT um, earlier, about the female GOAT basketball players. I, I mean, if we're talking college, it's her. <laughs> like, it's her. You know I, mean, I mean, and that's where I say if you're talking about college basketball play, players, non- as far as GOAT status and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, you're talking about a whole bunch of UConn players. Right. Sprinkle in a couple of Tennessee players, mm-hmm. maybe one or two Notre Dame players, a right. South Carolina player. Right. And that's about it. Shout out to Don Staley. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, <laughs> um, Coach Staley. Pardon. But, yeah. And this the funny thing about Stewie's for chips, they're not even the most impressive mm. in UConn lore. Like, Tarazi might have a, a, a case for that or Rebecca Lobo yeah, where, yeah. hey, we went undefeated yeah, it was, for it was, two, three years back to back to back and nothing but championship rings on our hands, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, yeah. um, But yes, Dewey definitely did work. Yeah. That's why she's such a problem. Um, she, she, already, she already has one, right? In the WNBA. So Excuse me, sir. I th- believe that's two. Two, pardon me. Yeah, excuse See, excuse I mean, me, she, she has to be in a gold conversation. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and, and the finals MVP as well. Excuse yeah, me. and that's what's depressive thing. Because you, you figure, okay, UConn, if you're a freshman, you know, you might have to wait your turn. You, but no, I, I think she was the either play of the year or Final Four MVP in all of those championships. So it's not like, oh, I'm the freshman. I'm just going to, you know help out it's like she was the driving force in all four it seems like so yeah Stu, like wow. i said stewie even especially in college i would say mm-hmm. was the truth mm-hmm. she is a problem on the court yeah i mean inside outside how do you want it like you want her to go to the hole you want her to shoot the three 
She got you. Now her, her trophy case tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> a walking talking bucket, um, and, and, and she can play defense. I, I, yeah, so I, I I like Seattle in that series actually. I like Seattle. That series. I'm 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 kind of torn with that series, Phoenix and Seattle. I like Seattle, but I think Phoenix has just been rolling mm. the last couple of weeks, and they've been finding a way to win. And this is without consistent presence of Tarazi because she's been in and out of the lineup, um, not playing as many minutes and stuff like that. And Brittany Griner, yeah, she's yeah. going to be a problem down there. Yeah, is so. Um, I think for Seattle to win, they they're definitely going to have to hit those jump shots. The threes are going to have to come. That's how New York almost beat Phoenix. They were able to hit a whole bunch of threes. Because I think your inside scoring is going to be kept to a minimum. Yeah, I think Stewie's going to have to bring her out. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's why I'm picking. I'm, I'm assuming. You know what I mean? She can mm-hmm. step out, handle the ball a little bit, and get the mid range game. Yeah. To um, cancel out Ryan's height. And that's Chicago Sky um, Minnesota Lynx. I think I got Chicago for that one. Yeah, me uh, too. definitely, me definitely. Too. Hey, don't forget to join the discussion. Hit us up on social media at We Need a Fifth on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can email us at We Need a Fifth at gmail.com. Hit us up. We want to hear from you, our fifth man. NBA. ESPN just, just released their 25 to 1 from their NBA top 100 rankings. Kind of want to go over the top five with you, man. No, it was a bad list, but we'll we'll do it. Top five, they got five. Steph Curry, yeah. number four. Well, that's wrong. But we'll keep going. <laughs> Luka Doncic. That's wrong. Keep number going. three, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Number two, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Greek feet. And number one, Kevin Durant. Okay. Let me start off. This list is horrible. <laughs> Because I believe they had no disrespect to him. What's the three and D guy for Portland? Oh, he was on Philly. Damn it, I forgot his name. Who's a pal? Nah, it's a three and D guy. Anyway, he's over Derrick Rose. And yeah, he's over Derrick Rose. It's just, this whole list it just doesn't make any sense to me. But to go to your top five, we'll, we'll shred that into pieces first. <laughs> and I, we, on my own list, I had Luca pretty high. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that's. Th- but it's no way I have him above Steph Curry. It's no way, that, and I'm not even. Talk, I'm talking about. I think I don't know if this is a projection of what's going to happen this season or what happened last season. Either way, I got Steph over Luca. Like what? What are you talking about? Yeah, I wouldn't have Luca in the top ten or fifteen right I, now. I would have him in a ten, but he's in the top ten, fifteen range. I give you that. It depends what you think of like an Embiid, a Dame, an Anthony Davis, those type of guys. Harden, it depends what you think about. See, I have a hard time. Well, Robert Covington, that's what I'm talking about. Robert Covington's not better than Derrick Rose. But, I yeah. have a hard time putting Luca ahead of people that I think are just as talented as him, mm-hmm. but have gone farther in the playoffs. First round exits got to you stop. Know, yeah. and, and it's like, and that's why I always credit you with this as far as your delineation line mm-hmm. between good and great. Right. Is hey, a championship. And that makes it so much easier. Yeah. As far as your evaluation. And I take it a step further as far as, hey, 
I'm grading where, where, how far you the go. rounds, yeah, yeah, you know, and fair. um, and I'll take into account uh, how much help you have. Mm -hmm. Like for me, Damian Lillard having gone to a conference final, mm -hmm. that's a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. You well, know what I mean? Good. As far as okay. hey, judging him and rating him and whatnot, right? Like I wouldn't have Luca above Damian Lillard. That's fair. That's fair. You know, I think. Hey, Damien has proven that with less talent, hey, I can get my team a little bit further than you. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's all on my back. You know, I think, yeah, I, I, I have a problem with Luca in the top five. And but. a problem besides that I have is, not really a problem. I, I, do, I would like to know people's rationale with this because I feel like this list is for the upcoming season. So LeBron at three, Okay, I kind of could get it because he didn't light, light, light it up last season. You know, we know what LeBron is. But to have Durant over Giannis. <sighs> so Giannis can't be number one then, ever? Because, like, he beat Durant to win the chip. And I hear you, but I don't hear you. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that is, like, yeah, I know what you're saying as far and and. and you're speaking facts mm -hmm. like, hey, Giannis beat Kevin Durant's team to get to the finals right. and he eventually won the championship. Right. But my thing is, if Kevin Durant's foot is not a size 17 as opposed to a size, you know, 15, you know what I mean? But or if he right, wore the right size shoes, we might not even be talking about Giannis. Granted, team. but he didn't. <laughs> and then my also, also a thing for me is that, hey, Kevin Durant last year, even with all that being said, coming off an injury. Okay. You know what I mean? And okay, for me, it'll be more impressive if Giannis beats him this year. Okay. Well, you know, okay. with with no, 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 I'm trying to get back into my form. Mm -hmm. And I'm uh, trying to get back to who I think I am. Because that's Honestly, up until the, the playoffs, I think you had that with Kevin Durant, where, hey, he's trying to get back into his form, how far he can push it. Can he still do some of the same things? I think once he got to the playoffs, he realized, that, yeah, I'm that same dude. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I can do this, and, and I can carry a team with, with what I can do. Yeah, I mean, if, you know, if you're talking all time, you know, I, was, you know, I, I understand you got KD. I would probably put KD over. Not a prop. I would put KD over John, Giannis. But... This year, like right now, I, gee, I, I've seen him beat everybody. Now, I know Devin Booker, technically, or Chris Paul beat LeBron. I'm not going to have them over LeBron. So I get what you're saying in mm -hmm. that case. But I, I, don't, I don't know what... Yeah, I mean, Giannis would have to repeat, basically. I, and, 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 and I know it's not something that we particularly ascribe to. A championship is a championship. Mm -hmm. But the journey matters. And, and, and evaluating and saying, hey who's better than who. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, w especially with John is just coming into this dominance. Mm -hmm. Like we hadn't seen him play like this in the playoffs ever. Right. right. You know, um, and it's something that if you're a John fan, you're saying, Oh, about time. This is what I've been telling y'all. He could be right. If you're a John's doubter, you're saying, Hmm, I wonder if he'll be able to do this next. Yeah, you look at the path, right? You know, and, and I don't think we have those questions about Kevin Durant. Um, you know what I mean? I, like, as I, far as how good he can be I, and I, him I, turning it on. 
I think we. I think there's still questions. As great of a player, and not good. As great as a player he is. I mean, I remember that three one up three one on Golden State, and him and Westbrook just fumbling, fumbling the ball like every time down. I think that's more a question of leadership, as opposed to hey, when he gets on the court and what we expect. You know what I mean? When he starts playing, the ball gets thrown up in the air. And he starts playing between the lines. Mm -hmm. Hey, Kevin Durant has been pretty consistent about all right. Even if well, I'm gonna give you thirty. Oh no, you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be who who you think I am. It's not I'm not gonna be the reason why we lose. Right. Right. Now I might be the reason why. Hey, I can't get everybody else to play like me or mm -hmm. close to my level, as opposed to a LeBron who can kind of lift all ships with his tide. Right. But you got to realize Kevin Durant's not that type of player, but, though. But I feel like what you're describing is what Giannis did. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he kind of lifted the team where Durant, when you won the championships, you didn't lift the team. The team was already, I mean, you just, it was overkill to me. And but with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, you didn't do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Oklahoma State was a talent. It went to the finals. So obviously, they were a talented team. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it, it's nitpicking. We're talking about when we talk about Giannis and Katie, it's two great players. But I just feel like, you know, you just and, pick. And keep this in mind, P. Outside of last year, that was the furthest Giannis had been. And even with the nitpicking that we're doing about Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. even with OKC, mm -hmm. hey, he can say on his resume, hey, I got that team to the finals. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I might not have been the leader that they needed me to be in order to, for us to capture that championship, but I know with just my skills alone right. and without me leading them like LeBron does, I can get a team to the finals. Giannis can't say that. And if you want to, for those Giannis doubters that'll be critical, they'll be critical about his journeys to his finals and the fact that, hey, a lot of the teams that he had to face were shorthanded. Even though, hey, you can only pl play the players and the teams that are, are, are in front of you. It's still, hey, you faced the Hawks team that, that didn't have Trey Young. You faced a Brooklyn team with a, with a hobbled James Harden and no Kyrie. But I feel like in the history of the game, it just, that just happens. Like, right? Uh, I believe trying to think i think the pistons could have three-peated one year if um i who was it? i think isaiah got hurt or match you know what i mean like it's always something i think matt like the lakers of the 80s could have three-peated if i think magic had like a he tore or hurt his die or something like that same with isaiah with his foot so i mean it just happens i just feel like no you're right mm -hmm. but five ten years from now no one's going to care but it happens, I, I it, happens. it happens you know what i mean it's kind of like you know if you okay, say if someone gets hurt and you lose to the team, but their star player gets hurt, mm -hmm. they're gonna look at you like, "How did you lose?" Da da da. But if you win, it's kind of like, "Oh, you're supposed to do that." It's just... I'm thinking like this. I'm thinking five, ten years from now, if Giannis hasn't done it again, mm -hmm. people will say he got lucky with the with the championship that he has. I don't think people gonna remember. Won't, won't be a question about who's better. Like, like, Jonas has to give a repeat performance 
at the very least, he has to get back to the finals in order for me to say, oh, last year wasn't just luck in abundance. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's a legitimate argument for you to be better than Kevin Durant or LeBron James. He has to be consistent with it. Because one thing that LeBron and Kevin Durant and even Steph Curry to a certain extent is, hey, you put me in a position to win, I'm going to get you there. You know, and up until this point, that hasn't been Jonas's story. You know, yeah, he has time, but yeah, yeah, and especially if it's about hey, if he's better than Kevin Durant, I, I, I yeah, I, I'm not there with you, bro. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I feel like when Kawhi won his chip, a lot of like. uh people who had him at number one unwarranted granted unwarranted and and i'll be the first one to scream that we all know you can say oh i'm not sure you never know i'm 99.9 percent sure if durant does and the clay doesn't go down there's no way that toronto team is beating that golden state team but Kawhi has two championships you know what i mean so and i don't think he's on this list so i feel like they're probably projecting to the to this season yeah since he's not going to be playing yeah yeah i'm looking at this now i caught it Derek Rose, 91. Jordan Clarkson, 90. Robert Covington, 89. Really? Hey, I had a problem with it. Really? With Ben Simmons, 28. Let's start there. Okay, let's see who's around him. Let's see who, who's around There's like three, maybe four. I'm being generous at this point. Players that I would say, oh, I'm taking Ben Simmons over them. And this might be recency, Bryce, because I've seen the last playoff game, that, and that's what I remember, Ben. Dang, his, that's not the only time he sucked it up. He, he messed up in the playoffs. And that's 50. Is it 26? He's 28. Right before uh, Russell Westbrook. Mm, that's interesting. Ranked higher than Russell Westbrook. Okay. <laughs> like you lost all credibility yeah, with me after that you know can't do that I, I, I'm sorry you just lost all credibility with me with this list mm. talking about lists Andrew Wiggins looks like he got denied for his religious exemption the city of San Francisco has an ordinance where Anybody going to a, a large indoor event or a venue that holds more than a thousand people has to show proof of vaccination. So right now, this means that at this point, he won't be able to play any home games or play in new. No, he won't be able to play in any home games. Any, and, and most likely, uh, he, he can't play against the Knicks or the Nets, right? No, the rule from what I've been reading, it only applies to the home team. So it only applies to New York state citizens or New York, New York city <laughs> residents or, or workers. Really? A, a, the building MSG is in New York. So for that building, in order for anybody to work in MSG, they have to show that they've been vaccinated. If you want to go, go to a show at MSG, you have to show proof of vaccination. So why Andrew Wiggins wouldn't have to show? Because he's a visiting Cause he's, team. Because he's not a resident? He's not a resident. And, okay, this um, makes no sense. So, so and they will accept a, 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 
a neg- uh, negative test. So this is so this is for San. So this is the state of California. Yeah, the San, the city of San Francisco. City of San Francisco. It's a city ordinance. So can Wiggins just get a, a quick apartment in Oakland and then? No, it, like, it, it wouldn't work like that because he's hired. He's a, a, a employee of Golden State Warriors. He pays his taxes Warriors. to yeah, city and, tax for San Francisco. Okay. And hey, the Golden State Warriors operate out of such and such building, which ha- holds more than a thousand people. So. In order for Andrew Wiggins to go to work, he has to be vaccinated. This makes no sense because I'm not going to go through the pro, no pro or con vaccine. Do what you want to do. But so Andrew Wiggins, you can't play in the Golden State Warriors arena because you you pay taxes to the city in San Francisco, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, we know you're not vaccinated, but you could play. In- he, he can't play either but- if, if he's not vaccinated. He won't be able to play for the in the Warriors Stadium in in Brooklyn. Yeah, but he, but if it's a away game, he can play in 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 the Warriors. That makes no sense. <laughs> so Wiggins has. Let's just say you're scared of Wiggins giving you COVID, but you're, you're okay with Ky- taking a chance with Kyrie. The, uh, I think the, team the, the, the thing is with the other team or with a customer. Let's mm-hmm. let's take it out of the player. If you're going to Brooklyn Nets Arena. And whatnot, and you're from out of town. You get money. You can you can pay to go in as long as you show that hey, you have a negative test or you've been vaccinated, and the test will have to be within um a couple of days. So I think within the day or two. Okay, so if you <laughs> we're going in circles almost, but so if you're if if you're a fan. They, you have, they'll check if you need a vaccination card. Pretty much. Even if you're from New Jersey or Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 okay, uh, now, uh, proof, now. proof that, hey, you have a recent negative, you know. So Kyrie won't be able to play it at Golden State. No? No. He'll be able to play as a visiting person. He, he could pr- provide a okay. negative test, say, hey, I've been no, no, tested. I, no, I'm saying if he just doesn't get it, t- I'm, I'm saying Kyrie's not getting tested. Not oh he won't be able to play it. Okay, okay, now okay, now I'm gonna say wait, that's what I was saying. I was like, how can a fan come in without being tested? But okay, so everyone has to be tested, basically. Yeah. A show proof mm-hmm. for vaccination. That's gonna be tough. That 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 that's um I think that's really gonna like affect maybe the NBA championship, to be honest, right? Because mm-hmm. you're talking uh Kyrie with Brooklyn, Wiggins with Golden State, in my eyes. Two of the four teams as the favorites to win it all, right? Like, I mean, now let me ask you this: If let's say, and let's take the two players you're talking about, Kyrie and Andrew, if they stay firm in their stance that hey, I'm not getting vaccinated, I don't even want to get tested, mm-hmm. should those teams seriously start? Considering a mull around the idea of, hey, let's trade these guys for s- some players that we can get to play that are vaccinated and that we don't have to worry about these issues with. Uh, I think it would be easier for Golden State to make that move. Yeah, that's just what I'm saying. Uh, like, yeah. Quietly, I'm behind the scenes, I'd be like, you know, what can I get for Williams? You know, Kyrie is tough because what are you going to? I don't know. 
I, I, I'm a big Kyrie fan, so I kind of just, but again, if it's kind of like the injury thing. If he's not playing, it doesn't matter how big of a fan you are. It's like if you're in production. Um, I, I, honestly, I, yeah, I would, I would take some, some Oh, offers. I think the only issue with moving Kyrie is, um, Kevin Durant, Durant? Uh, 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 bulk about it. Right. Um, especially if you don't get some type of balanced and you, um, compensation. And you really have no leverage because you have, you have to, first of all, you have to find like a team that's not using the same policy that you're using. I don't know how many teams are out there that's not. No, using it's just New York and San Francisco. Okay, so you can trade them to, you know, anybody else. 28 teams you have, basically. I mean, I would look into it. I, I, it would have to be like a really good offer for me to pull the trigger, especially in Kyrie's situation. But yeah, I would look into it because at the end of the day, you, 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 he's, but he's maxing out in 40, 41 games. You have a part-time player. If you're a, if you're a Nets fan or a Warriors fan, how do you think, how do you think fans should feel about this? Um, if you're a Warriors fan, it depends what you think of Wiggins to me. To me, I'll be, I'll trade him. You know what I mean? I was never like the biggest Wiggins guy or whatever, but he's, you know, he's a solid player, but it's not like I'm trading Steph or Clay, mm. a Draymond, you know what I mean? Wiggins could be replaced. That's what I'm trying to say in a nice way. Everybody else on the team is, is vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only outlier. No, and then, you know, I respect it, but from, from a basketball and a business standpoint, I would have to take any, you know, I would listen to offers for Wiggins. Kyrie, that's, yeah, that's tough. Like you said, because you have to take Durant into consideration. Mm-hmm. It did just, you know, you have championship aspirations. So I, I need someone in return that's going to help me win a championship. I just, I'm not trading it just for draft picks or the future. You know, um, that's a tough spot. I don't envy either one of those GMs. Hey, guys, let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Need a Fifth. We want to hear from you. Or you can email us at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Sam Darnold. NFL. He looks like a pretty solid quarterback. Once he was able to get out of, get out of New York. As the Panthers 3-0. Over 800 yards passing. In the last three games. I already know the answer to this. But is this a condemnation on, on um, the Jets organization? Yes. <laughs> like, I, I don't really believe, I'm not superstitious and all that, but if you're a Jets quarterback, you're doomed. It just seems like you're, that's it. You're just, <laughs> and and, and that was going to lead right into my next question. Like, hey, are we worried about Zach Wilson at this point? Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't, high, I wasn't high on him anyway. You know what I mean? So gotcha. I'm just like, even if he was good, I'll never know because he's on the Jets. I, I don't, I don't know what else you can really say. Check the stats. <laughs> Jets quarterbacks do not fare well. Like just since, the, since my life, in my and, lifetime. Like and it doesn't matter where they get them from, yo. Because. Oh, oh. I, I think Mike, that might have been Mike Vick's last team. I'm not sure. Yeah. Right? Everyone his last team. And he was like an MVP candidate in Philly. Yeah. I thought he would remind me that because he went from Philly to New York, Jets, and, he, and it's like, yo, he was making a comeback. At one point, I think he had like 26 touchdowns, two INTs. He was like, okay, 
this is it. Like, this is the new wave right here. Went to the Jets and that was it. Not so much. Not so much. That's <laughs> it. Uh, uh, Boomer Sison. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's what, what if you say Koch Records, the graveyard, like the, <laughs> like the New York Jets, like the graveyard for quarterbacks. It just is. Is it too soon to talk about Deshaun Watson? Too soon. So now, from what I saw, they 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 just say, "Now nah, we're not playing him. We're not, yeah. we're not, we're not, officially, we're, yeah, we're he's never going to see yeah, it off again. We're not playing that game. He's not he's not going to be out there. Yeah. Um. Now it's not too soon. I think uh, I think they just you know yeah they made the decision. And, 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 yeah, it might be too soon. It might be too soon because I want to talk about the case and and, oh, yeah, and yeah. his his likelihood of uh, of. Having an NFL c- career, innocent to oh. proven guilty. I mean, he's always going to have that 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 mark on his record. It's just it's just this. Even if, even if he's completely innocent, just you know what I mean. Like it's, it's it's horrible that it's like that, but it's it's definitely like that. The NFL is notorious, I feel, for being their ability to silently blackball players and coaches. Mm-hmm. You saw that with Colin Kaepernick. Supposedly that wasn't being blackballed. He just he just wasn't good enough. Uh, go figure. <laughs> oh gosh, the shield. Um, do we think that Deshaun Watson will play another NFL game again, or do you think that this has been too much of a black mark between a hey, the court cases that he has to deal with, the legal legal issues, plus his demand to um, leave the Texans. I hope he does. If he's innocent, because mm-hmm. we're I'm going off innocent to proven guilty right now. Exactly. What, what I'm what I'm talking about. So saying that he's since he hasn't been proven guilty, I hope he gets another chance. I don't think he will. Yeah, that's my thoughts. <laughs> you know, after Kaepernick, uh, we're seeing it. It's in progress right now with Cam Newton. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So. That's another one. Do do we think Cam is being silently blackboard at this time? I do. I I and I hope he gets his chance to play. I don't think he will. Yeah, because I don't see how Washington, the Washington football team, couldn't use him. I don't see how the Houston Texans couldn't. Like, uh, you can't, uh, this is a, a what maybe five years ago, five years removed from an MVP, right? Yeah, and a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Bowl starting quarterback, and you mean you want to take a chance at him being your third string, right? Like, yeah. really? Yeah. Your third string quarterback is better than Cam Newton. Come on, man. And you and, and you don't have to pay him that much, yeah. right? You're probably gonna pay him as the same amount as you're paying your third string quarterback. So it's not the money, it's not the contract. It's just you just uh, refuse to give him an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Good old NFL, the solidly sh- blackballed. The shield. So, yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> it's the shield. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I I, I, I hold the hope. Like I said, I, I hope all the parties involved get a chance to you know continue their career. I'm thinking of Michael Vick. You know, mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to, to be fair, he did get back in the league. You know, mm-hmm. so we'll see. I know we kind of beaten this topic in the in the head and uh and we we've already discussed some nba um topics but i kind of want to circle back 
Ben Simmons, man. Here we go. This is like my least favorite topic <laughs> on the show. I'll be honest with you. This, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You and Hill. Yeah, I, 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 this is like my least favorite topic. But apparently people do like to talk about it. Just not me. But go, go ahead. I, I just, you know. I'm, I'm gonna fall into the trap once again. I, I swear, <laughs> I swear. I be thinking about it. it's like like a silent boycott. Next time it comes up, I'm just gonna turn my mic off. But nobody's gonna care. So, but still, all right, go Mo. Another Ben Simmons segment. There we go. Oh my gosh. Yo, and I actually like Ben Simmons. Like, I, I, but yeah, yeah making me not really like Ben Simmons. I mean, is there a place that he could be the next Giannis? Because that's where people are saying, hey, his game trends toward. Um, I don't think he's strong as Giannis, for one. Like, I, I remember Ben Simmons trying to guard Giannis in the post. It wasn't close. Mm-hmm. Like, now, that style of play, maybe he should, you know, try to adapt it. But even Giannis takes shots, though. That's the only thing. Giannis tries to hit threes. He's like 32. He's not good. He's probably below average, but he's a threat. You know, his man is in the paint while he's at the three-point line. And my other question was, is there a coach out there that we think can reach Ben? And Because let's talk about the rumors that we hear about Ben. One, we hear that he's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. One, we hear that he's not a tre- tremendously hard worker. Mm-hmm. He's not the guy that's going to beat you to the gym in the morning. And he's not the last guy you're going to see walking out of the Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a coach out there that can break through that and break through his fear of? I heard one 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 sportscaster his fear of being embarrassed of not you know making a shot or airballing a free throw. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the biggest differences people are are saying between him and Jonas and yeah, sense that it's mental. Jonas is not embarrassed. He he's not. He doesn't fear being embarrassed by, hey, missing a shot, taking 20 seconds at the free throw. Right. He's going to just do him right. and try to continue to get better. Mm-hmm. There's a sense now that, hey, Ben doesn't want to look bad, doesn't want to try things that could potentially make him look bad. Yeah. Along with the Hollywood, along with, hey, you're not a hard worker. These are all the things that I think any coach that wa- wants to deal with him has to deal with. He's he's definitely lost lost confidence. But it's funny you bring up the um he's going Hollywood or his work ethic. I think it's just it's a, it's a result based opinion, right? Because really, what you described to me was Shaq, mm. right? Shaq was doing music videos, rap albums, movies. Mm. His his free throw shooting never improved, so you can see the same thing for him. But <laughs> but once he pulled off that three, Pete, shut up. It's over. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I feel like if Ben Simmons, if Philly made it to the finals and lost in seven games, we're not having this conversation about him being Hollywood or whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he didn't. So here we are. As far as a coach, I, I don't know who could reach him. You know, Doc Rivers is like, they call him a player's coach, right? He handled, he had KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen. He had to manage those egos. You know what and, I mean? And, and people are even calling that into question now because now, Think about it. Last, hey, you were at the Clippers. Mm-hmm. You had Kawhi and Paul George. Mm-hmm. You left the Clippers, and Paul George started talking negatively about you. 
his experience with you as a coach. Yeah. As soon as you left the Yeah, I don't like when people do that. But, but yeah. And Could've now done. now you're having an issue with Ben Simmons. Right. So the question is, hey, is Doc Rivers really a player's coach or is he a certain type of player's coach? I feel like in Doc's case, it's been a while, 2008, but we've seen at least he can coach a team to a championship or mm-hmm. be successful. With Ben, I'm, I'm starting to get the feeling where every time there's something negative about him, it's somebody else's fault. Like at LSU, it was that coach's fault too, that he wasn't playing hard and he pretty much told you like, college is basically using us, why am I gonna, okay. Now you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Why, we'll why, why aren't you getting better now? Yeah. So, and there might be a coach out there that I just don't know, but it might be a coach out there that can motivate him. Or, but I just feel like, I don't know. It almost feels to the point where he needs to be coddled. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. get better. Like, yeah, I feel like to not the extent, because, you know, Philly's a tougher town. But people looking at Giannis a couple of years ago, like, oh, what you got to do is build the wall. He can't shoot. He's really not that good. Mm-hmm. He went, worked on his game. You know what I mean? Changed his mindset. And now we got him as what? The, the second best player. He's been has him as the second best player and, in the league. And to be truthful, he still can't shoot. Right. But he's leaned into what he can, he can do, do well. Mm-hmm. And refuses to allow other teams off the hook by not leaning yeah. into what he can do well. Because this is not going to... It's, I feel this is kind of similar. Not the same, because its skill set is like vastly different from the Kevin Durant, right? Like, for lack of a better phrase, you, you didn't stay in the fight. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Adversity hits you, and you was like, I'm out of here. Mm. You know what I mean? Where Giannis was like, nah, I'm going to, you know, I'm here. I'm here. Right. I'm not even going to hold y'all hostage this whole season. I'm assigned early mm-hmm. to let you know that I'm committed. I have no problem, with, you know, free agency is free agency. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to go somewhere, that's, you know, I, you know, it's that's, that's a whole deeper thing. I don't want it, no one to feel because these franchises will get rid of you if they don't need you. So, yeah, if, you, definitely. so if you don't want them, you, so I have no problem with that. But, but what I'm saying is people, the perception of a Dirk Nowitzki, a Kobe, the late great Kobe Bryant, although he did one out at one point, but he mm-hmm. stayed. And Giannis as well, they 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 built this. You know what I'm saying? They they built it where other players, and I'm just keeping it a buck, Kevin Durant, excellent player, but he didn't build it. He renovated it. Do <laughs> you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Gotcha. So I feel like in Ben's case, it's kind of like, damn, why don't you just stay and get better? You have a pretty good team. Pretty good coach, the organization wants to win. I think you're just like, I don't know, do you want to go to a Sacramento or somewhere where no one's going to really chastise you when you have a bad game? Because mm. it's you. I don't believe it's Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think oh, Philly's yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah. You know it, what I mean? It's definitely him. I think he needs to put in the work. And I'm not saying anything that no one's already said. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He needs to put in the work, become a better jump shooter. And that'll open up his game. I, so he's still, at the end of the day, you're going to have to put in the work. If you go to Houston, wherever, Portland, wherever, you still have to put in the work. So, yeah. All right. What's on your radar, man? My radar. Uh, it's just, 
I'm heavy. Um, I just saw the uh, Raising Cane, and I think I do this like every year. This is every thing. This is my go-to. The Raising Cane in season finale. It was dope, and um, the the BMF show looks like it's going to be something. So that's on my radar for now. I just watched the first two episodes of Foundation Apple Plus TV series based off of a famous science fiction book, The Foundation series by Isaac Asimov. Pretty good so far. Looks beautiful. The the scenery, the the set pieces, um, the story so far is excellent. Really looking forward to catching more episodes of that. Watching finally getting into the C series with Jason Momoa uh, on Apple Plus TV, and finished the For All Mankind. Series. I, I've been heavy ha- Apple Plus <laughs> this weekend. Heavy Apple Plus. I, I like what they're doing over there, man. Apple Plus? Yeah. Okay, I gotta yeah, check I, them out. I gotta check them out. Apple Plus, uh, they're silently coming up in the world right now. I'll, I'm messing with them. Yeah, I feel that we're winning off the, like, the streaming wars. Like, oh, they, definitely. They, they really have to, everyone definitely. has to step up the quality of their shows because there's so many out there. And, and just, just the last thought. Netflix um about to release a, a new movie with The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. And I saw the trailer. It's called Red Notice. Saw the trailer. And I feel like I should like the movie. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've seen this movie before. Mm. Like, it's a, it feels like a combination of the Italian job Plus entrapment, plus Fast and Furious, or something. Wow. It, it 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 just like you took some a little bit of everything, and yeah, I, I'm yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like you you would like it, but you feel like you've seen it already. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, and I feel like I'm I'm really disappointed with that, and especially you know how The Rock hypes up all his movies, right? And this is the and he's producing this movie as uh, well, so you know this is the greatest movie ever, ever, ever. ever. And I'm like, dude, slow down. <laughs> Not so fast. <laughs> you know, like, really? This this is the one movie, like, must, greatest action movie of all time. Must, right? must see? Must see TV? Yeah. Maybe I'm bugging. Hey, check out the trailer. Y'all let me know what, if, if Mo is bugging on this Red Notice thing. I feel like it feels familiar to me. You know? And... and it tamps down my excitement for, for possibly seeing like at this point I'm not on board you know but that's a whole last thought totally, totally useless information y'all <laughs> <laughs> P any last thoughts man no I just everyone be out safe you know Hill family we're thinking that you'll get better get well soon love you guys that's it yep alright we out of here one